himself some kind of NFL career after the great career of Chattanooga. He and I were talking earlier, played for roughly a decade in the league. In all but one season, he played in between 14 and 16 games. That speaks to the durability. I talked to his, uh, his former basketball coach at Chattanooga. One of the things he talked about was not only an exceptional athlete, but somebody who brought next-level effort to everything he did, whether it was on the football field or on the basketball court. But let's begin with your experience as a Chattanooga mock. And it didn't necessarily, A, begin with you coming in as a Herald recruiter. For that matter, uh, there were some bumps in the road early on in your career that you had overcome. Yeah, I mean, uh, as you alluded to earlier, uh, coming out of Alexander City, uh, went to Benjamin Russell High School. Uh, we were 6A. Um, and there, I mean, I, I think I was driven um, by the fact that I was mediocre. Um, I didn't really play a lot. Um, didn't start any games uh, uh, throughout my high school career. Um, and the guy you mentioned, uh, alluded to was Derek Hall. Um, Bobby Jones was the, I think, linebacker coach, I think I mentioned to you earlier, uh, that was recruiting in that area. And so, um, all the physical attributes that obviously, uh, you know, kind of was drawn to the San Francisco 49ers when you talk about my height, uh, my strength. Uh, I wouldn't say I had a lot of speed coming out of Chattanooga, um, but those are some of the things that they saw in me. And so I landed in Chattanooga, um, 92. Um, my freshman year didn't play a lot. Um, and then my sophomore year was sort of like a, my breakout year. But I'm, I'm, I'm very fortunate to have played uh, you know, four years uh, football with Chattanooga. I played three years basketball. Uh, but you know, I have a love and a passion and affection for basketball. I think that helped me transition you know, with some of the things that I did and uh, achieved on the football, uh, football field. You mentioned your sophomore year. There was a big game at the old stadium in Chattanooga at Chamberlain Field against the Marshall Thundering Herd. Take us back to that Saturday when, let's just say, the legend of T.O. began. Well, I mean, uh, when you talk about, you know, obviously we're embarking upon the football season now, and I think when you think about a perfect fall football night, that was one of those nights. It was October 2nd, uh, 1993. It was a 7.30 kickoff, and I remember just going into the stadium and uh, just looking uh, at the sky. Uh, we didn't have a big fan base, but uh, it was a perfect night for football. So, I mean, things just kind of unfolded, and uh, we ended up beating Marshall. Uh, 33 to 31 that night, and I scored all four touchdowns. And so for me, um, that was kind of like, uh, I guess, the stepping stone of what I, what was what to come, uh, to become uh, of my career. And so, uh, you know, uh, I think the rest is history. Um, that was kind of like uh, one of the most memorable moments that I had in Chattanooga. Four touchdowns in one game in a key Southern Conference game. I didn't have four touchdowns in high school. <laughs> <laughs> So, folks may not realize this, he played for three different head football coaches at Chattanooga. Yeah. Buddy Nix recruited you, Tommy West for one year, yeah. who, and, and you coaches here will appreciate this especially, 1993, Tommy West has been a very successful assistant coach and coordinator at the FBS level, becomes a head coach at Chattanooga, and I can tell this because he's a friend of mine. He goes four and seven at Chattanooga in 1993. Might be the only time in history this has ever happened or will ever happen. Gets a job in a Power Five school as the head coach the next year because Clemson brought him back. He'd been on their staff and, and they had a change. So you played for him for one year and then Buddy Green. But you went to Chattanooga wanting to play basketball. You loved the game. You ended up loving the basketball family there. But it wasn't necessarily a, a smooth path initially for you to play both sports at Chattanooga. No, uh, 
Buddy Nix, as you said, uh, was, uh, was there my freshman year. Uh, unfortunately for him, he got fired after our freshman year. Tommy West, the guy you just mentioned, he comes in uh, the second year. And so uh, after the season, I went into his office and asked him if I could uh, try out for the basketball team. And so they had some tryouts, you know, for on the campus for guys that wanted to walk on and what have you. And uh, at this time, they had already started practice. The season is over. Um, they're getting ready for tournaments. And so uh, I asked him if I could play, and he looked at me. He goes, you know, these guys that are, you know, down there practicing right now, like, these guys are recruited to play basketball. He said, can you play? And I said, well, I played in high school. He said, high school is one thing, college is another. <laughs> so uh, he said, if you can make our basketball team, he said, that'll tell me what type of athletes you are. And so I went on, and I, I tried out, and I ended up, uh, I ended up making the team. Um, that was my first year, and so I had a great time doing it. And then, uh, like I said, I, I ended up playing three years, uh, playing on Mac McCarthy. Big time winning in the basketball program over the years at Chattanooga during that era. In fact, your last year was the year before they made a Sweet 16 run. But Mac McCarthy again noted that you elevated just the level of competition with that team. Did you sense that you were doing that with your fellow basketball players? Um, honestly, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't know much of anything that I was doing in Chattanooga until it kind of just started happening. Um, I think one of the words to describe me was a late bloomer. Um, and so for me, uh, I love to compete. Um, everything that I did, um, I did it wholeheartedly. I listened to my coaches. Um, and those are some of the things that, that I live by, you know, when I went to the professional, uh, at the professional level. Um, we talked about it earlier. When you think about my career, uh, 15 years playing in the National Football League and being nominated in 2016 uh, for the Hall of Fame. And I did an interview with Chris Rose at uh, NFL Network. And so I went down to NFL Network. You know, I didn't understand the magnitude of what was happening, you know, being nominated for the Hall of Fame. Because when I played, I never knew or never expected, and that was never a dream of mine to play at the next level. So everything that I was able to achieve, I did it, you know, um, and I, I kind of just reflected back on my career, and I did it by desire, dedication, and discipline. And that's pretty much been the DNA of, of who I am. Uh, I don't know, at that time, I didn't know what I was bringing to, to Chattanooga um, as a football player nor did I know what I was bringing to the basketball court as a basketball player. Um, all I know is they were getting somebody that was driven, uh, that was competitive, and, and just wanted to win. So that drive and the dedication, the discipline, combined with, again, late bloomer, a guy who was under the radar and a great lesson for so many student athletes, it takes us to April of 1996. And take me to, to draft uh, weekend. San Francisco 49ers call your name in the third round. Yes, I remember I was sitting in uh, the apartment of our, I think our linebacker coach, Corey um, And so I had my mom, my sister, brother there, my cousin. Um, and at this time, like I said, during the basketball season, uh, Mac McCarthy, he, he gave me, you know, he excused me to, to work out for pro days and things of that nature, doing the shuttle, running the 40. And so all these things prepared me, and then I ended up going to the senior bowl. Um, Buddy Green at this time, he had some connect connections with uh, uh, the Dale Shams uh, Senior Bowl uh, president. And so I remember talking on the phone with him, and they invited me to, uh, to the Senior Bowl. And that's where my stock rose um, in the eyes of some of the GMs and the scouts there. And so back to April, the draft comes. Um, everything that I had done prior to that, up until that point, 
Um, like I said, it, it, it increased you know, my stock status. And so at that time, my, talking to my agent, I knew I wasn't gonna go uh, in the first round. I didn't get an invite to New York at that time. Um, but the things that I had done, you know, just the work ethic that I put in, it put me in contention of possibly uh, being drafted late second round, they said early third. Um, first round went, second round went, and now we're in the third, early third. I didn't hear my name. And then there's two picks left into the third round. Um, and the two last two picks were Green Bay and San Francisco. And so I uh, talked to this, you know, the, my agent, um, they basically said, you know, understanding what the Green Bay Packers, they needed, they needed a receiver. Um, and the GM at that time, I think uh, uh, GM Wolf, he basically said, okay, you know, we may be looking to pick you at this, at this spot. And so uh, I waited. They picked, uh, it was uh, the Green Bay Packers uh, pick. They picked uh, Derek Mays. I didn't go, so uh, the next pick was the 49ers. So I didn't think that I was on their radar. I mean, they had just drafted J.J. Stokes out of UCLA um, the year before. So I had no idea that they were going to call my name. So I just figured fourth round is where I was going to go. And so the 49ers picked me. And so I was, I was excited. Um, but again, like I said, it was a lot of uncertainty because I didn't know. I didn't know what to expect. True. I didn't know at this time because I never knew or thought I was going to play beyond the collegiate level. So everything that had happened to me, I was just taking it, you know, day by day, taking it in stride. And you had a moment of enlightenment, you were noting, in the pro days, but more importantly in the senior bowl. You're around a bunch of power conference guys, and as you said, you suddenly realized, you know what? I can run that route just like him. Yeah, I, I remember just uh, being in the dorm room, watching, you know, college football, watching the Michigan, the Penn States. Uh, the Auburns, the Alabamas, and uh, I remember some of those guys that played at those schools, Amani Toomer, uh, uh, Bobby Eaton, um, Derek May, some of these guys at Notre Dame, and I saw them running their routes, I'm like, man, they're not that much better than I am, and that gave me a lot of confidence, um, you know, throughout the course of the week, and I think that's where, like I said, I began to have a lot of confidence, confidence in myself, knowing that, okay, man, these guys, they put on the pads the same way that I do. Um, they do the same things that I do before as running routes. They just play in a bigger venue. And so, um, obviously, when you talk about, you just listen to Jim talk about Power 5 schools and, and now where the Southern Conference is right now, um, I think we're making some strides. And so, just sitting here today, it makes me proud to be a part of this because, like I said, I, I don't know if I'm a pioneer by any man, by any means, but obviously being a Hall of Famer, going to a Southern Conference school, um, obviously it sheds some light and brought some light uh, to where we are today. You embarked on NFL career, as I noted. Look at the top of the all-time charts, 16,000 receiving yards, 153 touchdowns, top three with some elite names. One of the names that's up there with you, a guy named Jerry Rice. You joined the 49ers, suddenly you're in the wide receiver room with him. What was that like? What did you learn from him or some of the other guys you were first around? Well, I grew up in, like I said, a small town. Uh, my grandmother, like, she, she didn't even really want me to play sports. And my, my mom had to intervene a little bit in order for me to play and extend my, uh, my sports uh, as, a, as a high school kid and then obviously going on to play in Chattanooga. So um, I didn't really follow football, uh, pro football as a kid very much. I didn't really know much, nothing about Jerry Rice to probably like my junior year um, in Chattanooga. I think there was a Monday night game, and I walked in, and um, I probably was coming over from a club and playing basketball or something, and some guys were watching uh, Monday night football, and so that's why I first got my first glimpse of Jerry Rice and the 49ers, and then, you know, obviously fast forward, 
uh, I ended up being drafted to the Niners. And like I said, I was just, like I said, just a little kid, you know, out of Alabama, just, you know, first time on the West Coast, uh, been in California, um, walking into a locker room uh, of, of a really just rich tradition and history. When you think about walking to a room, um, you know, probably like 20 years old, 21 years old, uh, Steve Young, Jerry Rice, uh, Brent Jones, these are guys you see on TV. Um, like I said, it wasn't anything, I guess I was awestruck, but I didn't follow Jerry that much, um, but I learned a lot from him, understanding we had some similar paths, but that he's a guy that kind of eat, dreamt football. Um, everybody has read and, and, and listened to his story about how he always wanted to be the greatest receiver of all time, catch bricks from his dad, things of that nature, uh, going to Mississippi Valley State. But once I got into that locker room and got on, the, got on the football field, a lot of the coaches, they knew that there was a lot of similarities as far as our, our work ethic and obviously coming from somewhat similar backgrounds. Um, and just like I said, I, I soaked in everything that I could from him and listened to my coaches. My individual coaches, every stop that I went, if I didn't have those guys, I don't know if I would have been as good and become as great as I, as I did. On your journey, you had the opportunity that most guys, when you think about it, NFL don't get, and that is to play in the Super Bowl with the Eagles against the Patriots. What was that experience like? I, again, I can't say it was a dream come true because I never dreamed of playing in the National Football League, but I took, a, I took advantage of every opportunity, every stop, along every moment, uh, and, and took advantage of every moment that I could. And it landed me, obviously, uh, to play in the Super Bowl. Uh, I did a lot of great things. I only got a chance to play three years with Steve Young. Um, I played with a number of quarterbacks. My, you know, and I played with a number of uh, head coaches as well. My, my, my professional career kind of began like my college career. Um, George Secret was uh, the, the coach my, my, my first year. He gets fired, then Bruce comes in, and another coach has come in. So, uh, so yeah, just to play in the Super Bowl, uh, it was an experience like no other. Uh, we're not all fortunate uh, as Tom Brady to play and <laughs> countless number of Super Bowls. Um, but uh, yeah, that's that's one obviously, like I said, I'll never remember. And the thing again, you talk about, I guess, uh, my career, I guess, how I came back from injury, because I, I didn't, uh, I, had a, I had sustained an injury late in the season um, with Philadelphia. And the injury that I had sustained, they had basically said, it would take at least three to four months for me to, to heal. But I came back in six and a half, uh, seven weeks. And so it's a testament to really kind of like my work ethic, the way that I took care of my body, um, and just the team of people that I had around me to play in that game. So um, I didn't even know at that time to after the game that I caught all the passes that were thrown to me. And then easily, like I said, we ended up losing by, by three points. But uh, it was, like I said, just going back to that day, it, you know, like I said, the same moment or feeling that I had when I scored four touchdowns um, against Marshall in October of, uh, 2nd, 1993. I had that same feeling. Uh, it was just a nice football atmosphere day, um, but the circumstances were a little bit different. Um, I was playing a little bit injured, um, but I gave it all that I had. And nine catches in that game, 180 yards, led everyone in receiving in that game, and of course, uh, just a tough loss for you and Donovan McNabb and the Eagles. So very disappointing. Very yeah. disappointing. That Tom Brady. Yeah. <laughs> Don't mean to bring up that. So you get to you get the call in 2018 from Canton, and you 
you've been very close to Chattanooga, you've seen him back there if you're a Chattanooga fan over the years, or if you're ever around Chattanooga, you've gone back quite a bit, and you decided that's where you were going to give your enshrinement speech. What was that moment like, and, and what led to, to that decision? Um, it was an exciting morning, not, moment, not only for me, but uh, you know, for my family and really for the fans. As I became T.O. Uh, along the way, uh, thank Rusty Wright, he can, you know, he's the head coach now, he can attest you. I wasn't T.O. He was your teammate. Yeah, he was yeah. my teammate. I wasn't T.O. then. I was just terrible. This skinny, strong kid wearing number <laughs> 88 running around the field, uh, at Chamberlain Field. Um, but it was a special moment. Obviously, like I said, it was disappointing uh, to be nominated. Um, and you think statistically where I stood behind the greatest receiver of all time. Um, and obviously, uh, Kenton, the powers that be, they appoint writers to obviously decide your, decide your legacy. And so for whatever reason, there were personal agendas as to why I didn't get in the first year in 2016, uh, and it happened again in 2017. And after that point, I just, you know, I just took it upon myself to, to reach out to, uh, you know, Mark and Stephen uh, at the time, um, and ask those guys, okay, you know, this is what I want to do. Um, it, wasn't, it wasn't really me trying to upstage Canton or, or those guys in the Hall of Fame, um, but I wanted to do something special um, for the people that have supported me, and uh, uh, that's where that's where that's where it began. That was the foundation of who I was, and and, and I honestly feel that the opportunity to go to Canton, yeah, I missed it, um, but I always tell people uh, you can never miss what you've never experienced, and so for me, I don't think about it, I don't regret it. Um, I think about the fans. That, 3,500 plus fans that ended up in uh, in the roundhouse uh, on that August 4th day. Um, those fans wouldn't have been able to attend had I gone to camp uh, and had my ceremony there. So I uh, thank uh, thank UT Chattanooga for the opportunity to do that. Um, I talked it over with uh, my closest friends and my family, um, and that's what it was about. And I think you know, um, not only like I said, it, it gave me a platform to really tell my story. Um, because it, I did, it wasn't really about me. It was about the people uh, that helped me along the way. And so the mantra, you know, if you listen to my speech, was, it was, this is for you. So it was for those people. And um, Chattanooga was a part of that. Yeah, a gratifying moment, I know, for the school. I mean, you think about it, you were celebrating great football achievement and doing so in an arena where you also played basketball. Absolutely. And just to kind of give you an idea as to how important he was to, to both the sports he played, so your last year playing basketball is 95-96. Next year with Johnny Taylor, they make the run to the Sweet 16. They had a reunion for that team this past year, a basketball game. T.O. was there. They wanted him there because those guys in 96-97 felt like you were very much a part of that because you'd helped lay that foundation with all that you did. Well, yeah, man. Like I said, my passion, my love was for basketball. Um, like I said, I can't say that I had a lot of great memories playing football. Um, my fondest memories, honestly, was playing basketball. And I can't, again, I can't thank Mac McCarthy and all my teammates uh, and, uh, and coaches uh, that, that helped me, you know, that groomed me to, to, to be uh, the player that I became, uh, not only just on, you know, during my time of playing basketball, um, but even on the football. Those things kind of transition. When you think about football, it's hand-eye coordination, uh, every sport for that matter. And so, um, like I said, my last memory, I was like, I think I may have been here at Nat, uh, Asheville, North Carolina. And we lost, uh, I think, uh, the, the conference, uh, the conference championship. So it wasn't the best memory that I have in here. Last game against Western Carolina. Yeah, it wasn't the best. 